Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, I've just seen on NRL.com, I've actually seen it on the NRL Roast. He's recently shared it to his page. I assume you're all well aware of Roasty. Uh, Dean over there does a fantastic job. And he's just shared an image from NRL.com uh, where people had to vote for who is the best player over the age of 30 in the NRL. And some of the names that are mentioned, Jesse Bromwich, DCE, Jared Croker, Josh Hodgson, Brett Morris, Josh Morris, Kevin Proctor, James Tamu, Martin Tapau, and Jared Maria Hargraves. Now, it's only got about 2,000 votes on it, but I thought it was really interesting. From those 2,000 votes, uh, I'll start at the bottom. Uh, Kevin Proctor had 0%. I'm not sure why they put that on there. Uh Next was followed with Marty Tapau. I didn't realise he was over 30. I thought he was a little bit younger. He's at 2%. Then you got James Tarmow on 3%. So, I mean, you're over the age of 30 playing in the front row. You don't tend to be that real explosive athlete you used to be. That, so that doesn't overly shock me. Uh, the next man on the list is Josh Morris at 5%. Now, I've got a podcast coming about him. Sorry, it's already dropped today talking about him as a center, and I think 5% is a bit harsh. I think he's one of the best centers in the game, but, um, I mean, with the guys to come, I guess it is understandable to some extent. I think he's underappreciated. The next man's Jared Rhea Hargraves, 7%, and I know a lot of people out there don't like Jared Rhea Hargraves, but I'm sorry if the best or the second best system in the NRL has kept this guy for this long and has kept him in their starting team and been the leader of their pack. He obviously offers something, yeah. I've heard guys talk about him as being the toughest guy on the field and I know a lot of people want to bag him and say that he's soft and whatnot, but you're, you're absolutely kidding yourself. Oh, I think Jared Rare Hargraves, he deserves to be higher than 7% here. I think he's really undervalued in the modern game and I think Roosters are appreciating you and they're building a pack around you. It definitely says something. The next man coming in with 11% is Jesse Bromwich uh, out of the Melbourne Storm. Interesting to see him more votes than Marty Tapau. I, I, I personally uh, agree with it, but I thought Marty Tapau might get a bit more. Jesse Bromwich, obviously, he's won a couple of premierships. Was the captain in New Zealand until he got in a bit, of, a bit of Barney Rubble a couple of years ago. Looks likely to be the Melbourne Storm captain this year, so I definitely agree with that one. The next man is Jared Croker at 13%. Now... 
I think if you would have done this two or three years ago, if Jared Croker was in the same form he was then, I think he would have gone much higher. But his career definitely has dipped a little bit over the last few years. I'm not really sure what's going on with Jared Croker down there. I hope he does turn it around. But I, I, I really don't think he's the player he was two or three years ago, especially in defense. I am seeing him get caught out quite a bit. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles himself over the next few years. I'm sure he will retire as a Raider. I can't see him leaving, but... Geez, there's a couple of really talented outside backs coming through their system. They have just let go of Nick Kotrick and Co. So there are spots there. But I'm telling you, Jared Croker, I think you'd be starting to look around and start to notice some of these young guys coming through because there's a lot of ability and there's a lot of really quality centers coming through that system. So Jared Croker there. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I I don't disagree with it, but I don't think he's as good as, as what he was, to be honest with you. Uh, the next man on the list is another guy at the Canberra Raiders, Josh Hodgson at 14%. Interesting to see Josh Hodgson with 14%. I think that, you know, if we see his absolute best football in 2021, I think he could skyrocket up there to the 20 or 30%, to be honest with you. We know that when Josh Hodgson is playing his best footy, he can compete with a guy like Cameron Smith. He is right up there. I think it's going to be interesting, though. I've spoken a little bit about Josh Hodgson recently, and he's returning to a team that doesn't need him, whereas before he was injured, we thought that the Canberra Raiders simply couldn't get by without him. So interesting to see how that's going to change over the next year or so. The next man on the list is Brett Morris with 17%. I definitely agree with this one. For me, he's still the best winger in the game. He's the best defensive winger by far and away, and I'm sorry, he's a top three, top four attacking winger. There are guys that have bigger highlights and whatnot, but Brett Morris, he simply never lets you down. I completely agree with this one, sitting at 17%. And the winner is Dally Cherry Evans at 28%. Now, I've got to admit, I've got a, big, a bit of egg on my face here because I I tipped Dally Cherry Evans would never play for the Kangaroos again after Tonga defeated them at the end of last season. I just thought it was Red Rover for him. I thought he'd be the scapegoat for it, which unfortunately Dally Cherry Evans tends to be. And I understand he's a halfback and the halfback wears the results. Whether you win or lose, it comes down to your seven. A lot of the times that's the... That's the uh, reality of the position. If you win, you get all the praise. If you lose, you've got to wear a lot of it. And I thought DCE would wear a lot of it. I, I thought it might be a bit of a career-defining moment, moment for him in that game when they lost to Tonga. But he's bounced back really well. Wasn't his best year for Manly. I understand that. Um, without Tom Trevojevich, though, it's very tough for them. I think DCE is going to have a big year in 2021. Coming off the back of that Origin series, you've still got people out here bagging him, saying he didn't do anything. He controlled that team perfectly. I mean... If you could put the experience and the temperament of Daly Cherry Evans into Nathan Cleary, my God, you would have one hell of a footballer. I agree with this one with DC at 28%. Um, There's a lot of guys there that I would have had probably a little bit higher, but I guess, you know, only 2,000-odd people voted for this, so that makes it difficult. Um, I think with a good injury run, if if everything's fine with him this year, I think Josh Hodgson will definitely jump up that list. I think he's got a big challenge in front of him this year, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how he responds to it. Jesse Brom. 11%. I think he could potentially jump up there, but these sort of things are tough. Yeah, I just thought that was an interesting one. Thought I'd jump on and give my live reaction for you guys. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 